You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to... Uh Another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. Let's start this one out a little bit different than I usually do. I'm not going to start off with the uh, funny like I usually do. The last, uh, I don't know, month or two, had uh, two guys that I used to work with. Of course, they were retired. They were older gentlemen. Uh, passed away and died. Well, Saturday, I went to the wake funeral, whatever you want to call it. It was just a graveside thing, of course, with COVID and everything going on. This guy I used to work with, me and uh, the ticket master went. I mean, of course, it's sad that, you know, the man passed away. For his family and friends, and you know, he had grandchildren and everything else. What's also sad is that these people dedicated their, you know, most of their adult life to public service. And the only two people that used to work with this man showed up me and the ticket master after all those years of doing all that and we're the only two that's going to show up uh, I think it's pretty damn pathetic that you can spend you know 20 plus years of your life doing something and the people that you worked with and they're supposed to be your friends and all this crap with the whole thin blue line thing and everything can't take an hour or two hours out of their day just to show up, show a little respect, and go home. No one's that damn busy that you can't do it. So that brings me to my other point. Is, especially for uh, younger, this is more for the younger uh, generation in law enforcement now, or if you want to get into law enforcement. Don't get me wrong, I've totally loved my 26 years or so career doing this. I don't know, you know, I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else. But don't, don't let the whole, you know, brotherhood thing with the thin blue line thing, uh, Get in your head too much. 
Uh, me and Ticketmaster talked about this a little bit uh, yesterday. He's been retired, I don't know, five or six years now. And I only think they're out of, you know, the hundreds of people that he's worked with that he considered his family. There's probably about four or five of us that actually uh, have any contact or having too much to do with them. Uh, this is I, I work for a different department. I spent 23 years at one department. And not knocking any of the guys or anything, but it's just the, the cold, hard truth facts about it. Whenever you leave a department, either go to work at a different department or if you retire or anything like that, uh, once you move on or leave that department or any department, people forget who you are. Uh, really, you know, you fall out of touch and everything else with people like that. My point is with, with the younger cops or people wanting to be cops don't don't just dedicate I mean you dedicate your life to the job but try to have some friends outside of work non-cop friends and also try uh, make sure you spend time with your family and stuff like that because uh, they're the ones that's going to be there in the end of it once you move on or hang that badge up or whatever uh, all them other people, you found out real quick, were basically work friends. Uh, wasn't just true lifelong friends. So don't uh, hang yourself up. Just, you know, work constantly. I've seen people, you know, lots of them, you know, marriages and girlfriends and just all that stuff, you know, divorces and stuff like that because of the job, because you spend so much time doing it understand you know we do have to work extra duty to make some extra money to make ends meet stuff like that but just make sure you spend time with your family try to have some non-cop friends and i know that's hard to say trust me trust me i know because it seems like you know and it, that's in any occupation firemen are going to hang around other firemen uh if you work at Walmart, you're going to hang around with the Walmart employees. That, that's just people you're around all the time. But do your best. Do your best. I have some friends, you know, that are not in law enforcement. Just do your, your best to branch out a little bit. and just Because, like I said, once you hang that badge up, you know, your life's going to change and you're going to realize quick that, all the people you thought were going to be around to be your friends or not there. So that's what I want to say about that right there. Uh, didn't mean to start out being all sad, gloomy and doomy and all that stuff like that. Cause I guess that sucks. So let's move on to that. Uh, of course, you know, not, as I said before, I'm not a real religious person or anything like that. Uh, I know for people that are, but my heart goes out to the uh, families of the two retired people I worked for uh, with. One I worked for, one I worked with. 
and uh you know hearts and prayers to that family and uh I know for a fact I've lost both my mom and dad and uh it you'll move on your life will change some but you will move on but uh you never forget the the loss the pain of the loss I'll say subsides it never goes away but it does subside so enough of the sadness because I'm sure no one <laughs> listens to me for sad crap right so well, I don't know what happened to my live feed OBS disconnected for a minute so just bear with me. I don't, I don't know what happened with it. All right. Like I said, let's start out. Let's let's start out with let's get a story. I pull over this guy, uh, like in a Jeep Cherokee or something like that. Not too long ago, he was doing eighty nine and a sixty five. I go get the subjects info. Uh, I had to reboot my computer and stuff to hit to run his information. Oh, I had froze up. I came back with his ticket, or her ticket. It's not a guy. It was a, a female. I come back with it. Everything was going good. She, uh, you know, <laughs> it took me a little while back there, and I go back. I said, look, I'm sorry it took so long. Well, the first thing out of her mouth was, oh, she's like, I know, I know. I have two warrants out for me. Well, I, I didn't check for those. I was actually rebooting my computer, but thanks for uh, telling me you had two warrants out for your arrest since uh, I didn't run you for that. Uh, that's what uh, having guilty conscience gets you. <laughs> so regardless, I, I didn't... I didn't... Uh, arrest her or anything it was traffic warrants and of course with the covid stuff going on right now and everything they don't want us you know arresting people for little misdemeanor stuff like that i did advise her she might want to go ahead and take care of her warrants before you know something happens and she does end up getting herself arrested which wouldn't be good for her but that happens all the time people come up and she's like Oh, I know. I guess because it took me a while, she figured I was running through her information. She just ratted herself completely out with me. Told me she had two warrants out for her arrest. Then uh, later that day, I pulled over a car, 79 and a 60. The driver asked me, how did I get him speeding? I was like, I used a LIDAR. He's like, yeah, yeah, but I don't understand how you got me. I said, I used the LIDAR, which is a laser. I pointed it at you, held it on there, got a steady lock tone, locked your speed. And that's how I did I, That's how I got you. No, no, but you understand. I don't understand how you got me because I have a a cop blocker. I'm like, what? A, a cop blocker? <laughs> I looked on his dashboard. What he had, he had a, he had a radar detector, radar laser detector he called he called it a cop blocker this guy thought this thing i guess 
was like a jammer or it put a force field around his fucking car so we couldn't get him in boxes or something like that. I'm like, dude. I said, did it go off? Oh, yeah, yeah, it went off. I said, that just lets you know I just caught you. I said, that's basically about what those things are good for. But it's not a cop blocker. That was the first for me that, that he's like, oh, no, I got a cock blocker. I've been cock blocked before, but I've never been cop blocked before. So I thought that one was quite funny. That dude thought that radar ladder detector was, was a cop blocker. And then uh, I pulled over a guy doing 70 and 55. And he told me that the speed limit was 60. I'm like, no, it's 55. You just passed the sign, you know, 300 yards back. And he's going to try to argue with me about the speed. Let me tell you what, when, when I go out running radar, laser, whatever, when I'm working traffic, before I set up, I don't care if I was there the day before, before I set up, every time I'll drive up and down the road and make sure that it's posted correctly and properly and check to make sure what the speed is because just in case the parish people or state come in and change them and you don't know about it. But I always check it and I always verify the signs are up and the, the, the road's marked properly. I do that every single time. And this guy's going to sit here and try to, try to fucking argue with me about we are uh, what the speed limit is. So I just saw your comment, Anastasia. We were all waiting. I guess that was from way in the beginning. I'm not sure. I just saw it pop up. Well, you don't have to wait no more. Right here. Anyway, the guy's going to see here and try to freaking argue with me about. Then, then he said he was only doing 60. So I actually, go, which I don't have to by Louisiana state law, I don't have to show you my radar or my LIDAR to prove to you that I caught you. I don't have to. Even if some people think we do. Maybe in some states they do in Louisiana. I don't have to. So, go stick that YouTube law up your ass when y'all people say that. But anyway, I actually go and I bring back my LIDAR and I show him where I locked him at 70 and 55 at 936.7 feet away from me. And he was going southbound. Now, this guy's in here fucking arguing. And he's driving on suspension. He's DUS. Or Captain American, like I say. He's trying to do a 3415 shuffle. You're going to sit here and try to argue a fucking speeding ticket when you're driving on suspension, which is arrestable. I can arrest you and tow your car for driving on suspension. You're going to argue with me about. I mean, it has some fucking common sense. First of all, if, I'm a, if I was driving under suspension, I sure the fuck would not be at all. I would not be at all driving over the speed limit. I'd probably be about three or four miles an hour underneath the speed limit. But this motherfucker can sit there and argue with me about how fast he was going 
where he wasn't even supposed to be driving, period. He wasn't even supposed to be behind the wheel of a car. But I'm going to argue. I'm going to argue with the popo because I'm stupid. He ended up getting his ticket. I wrote him for, I think, uh, speeding and uh, I didn't write him for your driver suspension. I drove him for the new driver's license person. Had uh, his passenger drive. At first, he was like, oh, you know, after I explained it to him, I could charge him with it, you know, about driving under suspension and all that crap like that. And if he wanted to keep arguing with him, we could be civil human beings about this. Or he could go to jail and I could tow, tow his car and stuff. He decided to go home in his, in his vehicle. I mean, j- just have some fucking common sense, people. Common sense. It, it's a speeding ticket. Just take the fucking ticket. If you want to argue with me, fine. I, I love to argue. Don't do it on the side of the road. If you want to contest your ticket, if you believe that you were not really going that fast and I just made this shit up or you think I clocked somebody else or, or whatever excuse you may have, show up on in court, plead not guilty, then show back up in court, and they'll subpoena me, and I will show up for court. And we can argue. You can argue your point in front of the judge because you're not going to win the argument on the side of the fucking road. It's not going to happen. There are people every single day, every single day, want to stop and try to argue on the side of the road. You ain't even got to talk to me. <laughs> I watched, I read some news story not too long ago and, and some other shit like that. And they they fucking, you know, saying, oh, don't do this, don't do that. It's like, you don't have to. Uh, I'm not going to ask you questions if I'm not looking at don't, don't give them permission to search your car. Well, I'm not going to ask you to search your car. If, if I search your car, a lot of time I'm not going to have any permission because I smell like the marijuana coming out of it where I don't have to uh, need a warrant because I smelt it. Or if I'm, I can have a canine uh, run a dog around it or something like that. And, I mean, and if he gets a hit, that's my probable cause. I mean, y'all go ahead and listen to these YouTube lawyers or like uh, Moose Knuckle said, these those street lawyers and shit like that. Go ahead and listen to them because... Uh, They'll end up getting you more shit than uh than you, you care to want to get yourself out of. So so go ahead and go listen to them. It it's asinine. All right, he went home. He he can't help it. He, he's a dumbass, and some people just can't help themselves. Catch him again. Never know. Might end up going to jail. This this next little story happened on a Thursday. And uh, this past Thursday. Like I said, this, it's not funny. I should have did this in the beginning when I wasn't being, trying to be funny or nothing. But we, we uh, myself, the tot, Sergeant Wheezy, and I think some uh, uniform guys showed up at request of the funeral home at the church. And then we ended up going to, after escorting it to the 
graveyard cemetery we actually had to go into a cemetery because this poor person this poor old person that died did not have any uh i guess any too many friends and really no family and they needed us to be the pallbearers to put the the deceased person in the hearse or and take him out at the cemetery that that's sad when either you outlive everyone or you just don't have nobody. That's my point at the beginning of the podcast here. And uh we did have to that was the second time in my career that I've had had to be a pallbearer on duty because uh the person didn't have any family or friends to do such. The first one was a very, very extremely old person. That was like almost a hundred, and they lived in a nursing home. And unfortunately, the only people they had outlived everybody. They even outlived their own children. And the only other friends they had were at the nursing home that they brought in a van, and they sure in hell couldn't pick it up. So we ended up having to do pallbearers on that one. So my point in the beginning of it. Hello, Jennifer. And uh, is trying to make some friends. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of them, so I'm probably gonna be one of them people. If hopefully, if I live long enough, that they'll have to ask somebody to uh, to be my pallbearer. All right, I pull over a car. Uh, I think this was Tuesday or Wednesday, and I go up. She's like, I, I tell her how fast she was going, and. She she's just a bitch. I wasn't going that fast. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, well, I just didn't make it up, ma'am. Just just sit here. I'm not gonna argue with you. That's exactly what I said. I'm not gonna argue with you. Just sit tight. She had a passenger with her. I go back. I was on my motorcycle. I went back. Uh, wrote her a ticket. Came back. I'm explaining the citation to her. You know, by signing it. By signing this, you're not uh guilty. You're not admitting to guilt. All you're stating is that, you know, you're going to pay, should pay it or show up in court, blah, blah, blah. Same spiel, different day. Well, her passenger looks at me and says, well, well, uh, how's your day going? I said, it, it, it's been going pretty good until, you know, um, I'm not going to say the subject's last name on here, but Miss So-and-so, you know, because I've had a few Miss So-and-sos. I didn't say Karen. I said her last name, you know, and. <laughs> the passenger kind of giggled. Well, I guess that's what it needed because the driver who was being a a Karen or whatever you want to call him a bitch. I hate that figure Karen, but who was being a bitch at first? Uh, decides she she cracks a smile, and starts laughing. And she's like, "Oh, I was I was just scared." I'm like, "What do you got to be scared of?" And then you're speeding up, pulled you over right here on a on a major state highway. That's got, you know, you know, thirty cars a minute or more second coming by here. What do you have to be scared of? Anyway, I made uh the I made the mean lady smile and was actually laughing when she left after she got the ticket. Hopefully she uh takes that attitude along with her father along with her because 
her life will be much happier. All right, this next one's the other day. This was just, I think this was Friday. Yeah, this was Friday. This was just Friday. And uh, anyway, it was raining. Nasty weather. I was in my unit, which is a truck. And uh, the National Guard had been doing some uh, food distribution thing. We were there to monitor traffic if they needed any tra- help with traffic, which they didn't. So we were there a while, but there, there wasn't. We were there several, several, several hours, three or four hours. And, uh, well, like I said, I'm almost 50. I had to pee. Okay, I had to pee. There was no room for me to pee. So I go off, I mean, I go off in, this, I'm in a parking lot, like, I'm two football fields away from anybody else. Anybody. So I carry empty cups. Anyway, I had empty cup in there. Well, I'm going to pee in the cup. Well, I start to pee in the cup. Well, as soon as I start to pee in the fucking cup, here comes this person driving across the fucking parking lot. Oh, so I just shut the pee down halfway through and get everything put back up before, you know, Billy Bob Smith drives up to ask me a question. I'm like, fuck, him pissing the cup in peace. But anyway, I, 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 got, I peed in a cup and got interrupted just and made sure I was away from every single body. And no, nobody can see my, the windows on my, my unit are like limo tinted dark. You cannot see in it at all. So, when they wrote up to illegal, I didn't do it. It's a, Old narcotics unit. It was like that when I got it. But couldn't even pee in a cup in peace. That fucking sucks. <laughs> really bad. All right. Let me go. We're going to take our, our little commercial break real fast to help out with our friends and stuff. stuff. So uh, sit tight. It's going to take but a couple minutes and we'll be right back. All right. Stand by. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you standing by? A very important message is coming. Are you still standing by? We interrupt for this breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. There's a podcast that happens on Saturday night that you need to know about. All right, can I get out of serious mode? Let's go to Goofy. Okay. Make sure to listen to Louisiana Saturday Night. Robert and April are your hosts, and they talk a lot about current events. And occasionally they'll have a guest and include them on the conversation. It's raw, it's blunt, and explicit. (laughs) Well, if there is one thing I know, and that is I like dirty. Uh, Anyway. It's for anyone who wants to have fun and not take life so seriously. And God knows we need that these days. Robert and April on Louisiana Saturday Night. Check them out at louisianasaturdaynight.podbean.com. Hold up. Stop. What is that shit? Yes, that's better. 
perfectly dysfunctional, one messed up crazy family having conversations about who knows what. Okay, back to getting your laughs on. Both podcasts are funny, and you never know what's going to come out of anyone's mouth with it either. So go check them out. They're on all the podcast platforms also. And uh, Robert and April also go live on Facebook. I don't know. They might. I think they said something about changing platform. Not sure, but go check them out. They're 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 funny. You know that they'll talk about politics and all kind of other different crap. You never know. You never know what they're gonna say. I'm gonna get into my in the news story coming up, and let's get it reading. This is uh. It happened. Oh, it, it, this was like twelve days ago, but I had saw it and saved it, and forgot to talk about it last week. Anyway, it said the overnight escape reveals rule against prison guards disturbing inmates while they sleep. This comes from Fox News. It said a manhunt is underway for six inmates who broke out of a California prison. Of course, this would be in California prison by climbing a 20 foot high roof. And the escape was not discovered until the next morning. They used a makeshift rope out of braided sheets and were able to come down the side of the building. Merced County Sheriff, I can't even say this guy's name, his first name is Vern, said of the incident which occurred on Saturday night. Warning. Said officers at the Merced County Jail noticed the inmates were gone during morning head count and believe the breakout happened around 11.30 p.m. the night before. We do have officers walking up and down the cell blocks, but we are no longer allowed to wake them up because they deemed it necessary for them to have a whole night's sleep, they said. Well, I'm so sorry that... They were waking inmates up to make sure they were still fucking there. Said the prison had been facing staffing shortages in recent years due to state and local budget cuts. The inmates were in ages between 19 and 21. Three of them are facing murder charges and two have been accused of firearms offenses. Officers from the local, state, and federal agencies are assisting in the search. They're advising the community, the community to remain vigilant not approach the prisoners if they are spotted. They're considered armed and dangerous. A $5,000 reward per inmate is being offered for information leading to the arrest. My whole thing on this story is they're not allowed to wake the inmates up to let them have a whole night's sleep. Do I have to say it? What the fuck? I worked in DOC and I've worked in Paris prison before. We would count the inmates like every hour. We had hourly head counts. And 
we didn't wake them up unless we had to. The rule was we didn't have to wake the inmates up as long as you could see skin. You have to see skin. So if they're covered up all the way and I couldn't see no skin, we'd wake them up. Now, if I could see their head, their 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 actually head, not hair, but head, skin, or hand, arm, or, you know, we wouldn't wake them up. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's let the inmates get their full eight hours in because they they only slept, I don't know, 12 hours during the fucking day. But like I said, that comes out of fucking, that, that's from California. Go figure, right? I got all, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what kind of head fucking start they had? I mean, they had like an eight to nine hour head start or longer. That's fucking crazy. Don't wake the inmates up. Don't 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 let the poor little buddies be be sleep deprived. I'm sorry, that that's just that's just some fucked up shit right there. I just can't believe it. Let's see what other stories I have. All right, let me get to this last one. We whatever. Right at half an hour. It's about all I do when I'm by myself anyway. Excuse me, because I am stopped up. I pulled this car over for a 76 and a 60. And when I got her clock, she, she was changing from the left lane into the right lane passing, which the right lane's not the passing lane. I walk up, tell her why, why I stopped her. She says, oh, that wasn't me. I wasn't going that fast. The whole, it wasn't me and I wasn't going that fast thing again. I'm sorry. I just, you know, it must have been somebody else I had that little dot on for my LIDAR clocking them. I advised her, look, ma'am, I'm not here to argue with you. I said, no. I said, by the way, your uh, license plate expired in August of 2020. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I'm sure you fucking didn't. Uh, the whole thing about this is uh, you're sitting there, you here goes another one wanting to argue when they got more than one wrong thing wrong with their vehicle. Just shut up. Be quiet. Take your ticket and go about your business. I did write her for both of those offenses because sometimes... I just get tired of it. Oh, Robert. <laughs> I am not harassing the public. I'm keeping the public safe from their bad driving habits. I might have saved that woman's life by stopping her from speeding. And now she knows her license plate expired. Pulled these kids over the other day. A little cocky little bastard. He had, I think he was like 18. A little cocky, like, it's just a little cocky fuck. And, oh, <laughs> uh, what we're, I'm a bully, yeah. Well, you're right there with me, brother. Right there with me. <laughs> this little cocky fucker, and I'm telling him what he's doing. I'm like, look, I, I'm not going to, I'm not arguing with you, buddy. Just, I said, look, 
you want me to go get my tent meter out? Because you look like you're a little dark on the tent. I said, no, by the way, your, your, your motor vehicle inspection sticker expired in 2020. I mean, I'm sorry, it was 2019. I said, but I know, I understand. You've been really, really busy, and you were on your way today to go get a new one, right? Because that's what they like to... <laughs> I was on my way to get that. Well, it's been expired two fucking years, and you've just been so busy in your 19-year-old life that today was the day you decided to go get it. Okay. I, was, I wasn't born yesterday. Just shut up and stop the line, dumbass. You're, you're 18. And this was like 11 o'clock in the, during the day. So obviously you don't have a fucking job either. So you can't be that goddamn busy that you couldn't find the time. Just lazy. All right. My thing was is I wouldn't even have fucked with him about his inspection sticker if he wouldn't have been running his damn mouth being a little prick. I'd have wrote him his one speeding ticket and let him go about his business. But because you wanted to argue and shit with me, here goes an extra one. Keep it up. I'm going to look for some more shit. Let me tell you what Anastasia did. Those... Some, some damn, you know, lawbreakers. I just, I'm just, I just like work, working traffic. It's not major issue stuff, but I just love it. But you, as us law enforcement people know, you encounter a lot of assholes working traffic. And I like the one that's like, why don't you get a harass, stop harassing the working man? I'm just out here trying to make a living and go catch the real criminals. Okay. You know how many, you know, crimes have been solved? Or criminals have been taken off the streets because of a, a broken tail light or a blinker violation or a speeding violation or something like that. A lot of, like I said, I think I said it before. I thought, pretty sure, I think, uh, I think Ted Bundy got caught because of a traffic cop because he got a parking ticket or some shit like that. Well, that 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 mean old cop wouldn't have been, you know, harassing the world on there. why my OBS keeps disconnecting and reconnecting. I got the lag issue solved and now it keeps connecting and disconnecting. All right. Well, I'm not going to keep everybody on here super long tonight. And I guess we'll get together next week. Hopefully, maybe I'll find a guest or something. I had some I could have lined up, but after the whole funeral thing I talked about in the beginning, you know, I don't know, I just wasn't in the mood to get a guest on. Oh, I know. I am, Robert. I am such that right there. You're a line dog face pony soldier. There you go. That's what Robert said on a live feed for people at some podcast. He said, uh, people out there selling drugs and you're harassing people on their way to work. Come on, man. You're a lying, dog-faced, pony soldier. But you know what? <laughs> hey, well, might have a whole bunch of people applying to law enforcement because there's only, what, probably about 50,000 of them or so that used to work on a pipeline and don't have jobs no more. So I'm sure they... They're lying dog-faced pony soldiers also. So if anybody out there wants to be a guest 
wants to email their story, let me read it. Email me. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. Let me know. We'll get you on. We'll figure something out. Make a nickname for you. Our email address is motorcopchronicles at gmail.com. Our Twitter account is at MotorC. And Motor Cop Chronicles podcast is on Facebook. Said so if you're a first responder, fitting type, communications, jailer, cop, motor cop, I'd, I'd really love to get a bicycle cop on here. And that would be uh, something I haven't got to do yet. I'd really enjoy that. Yes, the unions are upset. <laughs> get Donald on there and talk about his micro penis. <laughs> Talking about micro penises. All right. And uh, everybody out there, always remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how